welcome to Jump, into Catholicism, relationships, and more. I'm Lauren. And I'm Ellie, and this is our podcast where we talk about what we love about Catholicism, how to best navigate all of your relationships, and other topics we're passionate about. We cannot wait for y'all to join our coffee date. Hey guys, welcome back to Jump. We're so glad to have you with us. We are so excited for this upcoming topic, but as always, we're going to do our roses, thorns, and buds. So, Ellie? I'll take it away. <laughs> um, I think my rose for this week is that I just cleaned my entire house today. That's <laughs> so refreshing. It's the first time longer than anybody would like to know that we've, like, <laughs> really cleaned the floors and dusted everything. So, it's nice just to be living in a clean space. And I feel like floors, you don't realize it, but they get so dirty. They do. I swept so much stuff. We also have a dog living with us right now, oh, so yeah. like, it adds to it definitely, <laughs> but it was much needed. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. My rose is so yesterday I got um, a package in the mail, and it was my birthday present from Riley. And it was a ring, and it has the three hearts of the Holy Family on it. So That's so beautiful. I know. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And I just... It's so nice, and it's so beautiful, and I just love the meaning behind it, um, just knowing, like, the holy family, like, you know, is with me yeah. and guiding me, so just getting that was really just such a good thing. Yeah, definitely. My thorn for this week is that my hands have smelled like garlic because <gasps> at work we were using fresh garlic, and I had to chop and, like, peel a bunch of garlic, and so it just made my hands smell so bad. Oh, no. But we're getting through. I exfoli- I was looking on Google, and it said to get baking soda and salt. Oh. So I started to get, I don't know how much it helped, but it made my hands super soft because it was kind of an exfoliant. <laughs> well, there so. you go. So my thorn is probably just that, I just had to study every day. Mm-hmm. And you know, studying's kind of boring and yeah. you know, it's my- tiring It's too. tiring. And like the more you do it, I feel like the less you're motivated mm-hmm. and like the less you're able to get done in one sitting. And so I've just been kind of hitting a rut, but I'm like, okay, I only have a few days left. And then I won't have to study anymore, hopefully. Knock on wood, you know? But, um, yeah, just trying to study has definitely been my thorn of the week. Oh, that's so tough. But next week. Next, next episode, week. we won't need a movie. Maybe oh. that's your rose. That you don't do. <laughs> That'll be my rose next week, yes. <laughs> so I think for my bud, it just, because I cleaned all today, it's really motivated me. And, like, it's made me want to clean even mm-hmm. more in my room. Especially because I haven't gone through any of my stuff since I moved in. I haven't really done a good yeah. decluttering. So I think next week I'm going to try to do that. I think that's really good. And I feel like a lot of times, I feel like this can be like put into other areas of life too. But like if you do a big clean or something like that, it's really easy to maintain it mm-hmm. from then on. And I feel like it's the same, even like the cleanliness of your soul. Like if you go to confession yeah. after like not going for a while, you're much more likely, I feel like, to be like, oh, I want to like go more and more <laughs> just to kind of keep my soul cleansed and not have to have the burden of all the sin so I feel like you know just doing it as your house can also like transfer over to like prayer and I feel like it's like a good first step if your Mm -hmm. living space is clean it just makes you want to get everything else in your life kind of taken a handle I think my bud for the week is that so last week I know um Ellie told me she was going to confession Mm -hmm. and I was like you know what I should go to confession and I was like you know what why don't I just go with Ellie and after Mm -hmm. that I was like, I really want to make confession a more regular thing in my life. You know, this is kind of just what I was talking about, you know, keeping your soul clean. But I was having a goal of going, like, once a month, and I wasn't really making that. Um, But I at least, I think, want to go every other week. And so 
having that just, you know, a set checkpoint where I can go and yeah, just because yeah, if you go more, um, more often, you're more likely to keep it good and everything, mm-hmm. just like we were talking about with the house. Yeah. So I feel like it gets easier. Kind of confession is so intimidating, especially mm-hmm. if you don't go. I know growing up, I only would go like Christmas and Easter. My church had the big service. Oh yeah. So it took a while for me to like get the confidence mm-hmm. to start going more. It does. But it definitely it gets, gets easier. Yeah. So our topic for this week is on prayer, and so we're just gonna kind of discuss like, mm-hmm. why it's important to pray how to strengthen your prayer life in different ways that we found good in our prayer lives or just different ways that we've heard our friends pray. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And prayer's like just really important to have and it helps just maintain a great relationship with God. So yeah, Ellie, why do you think prayer is important? Easiest thing to spot is how it's direct communication with God. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of crazy to think how on earth we can still have some way to talk to God who's just like above all of us yeah it's crazy yeah. just the fact that mm-hmm. nothing good can come of your life unless if you're having prayer with god or god god yeah. can only produce goodness mm-hmm. like we can't do that ourselves we have to have him with us and so yeah. just having a prayer life can help you to bring out goodness into the world why do you think it's important to pray lord oh where do i even start <laughs> i think um a good reason to pray is it really just builds a relationship with god if you can't talk to him about basic things, how are you going to be able to talk to him about deep things, you yeah. know? And so I feel like just to build that relationship with him. And I also just feel like that when you pray, you get so many graces just mm-hmm. from prayer that flow into many other parts of your life, whether you like ask for it or not, yeah. God will just like the Holy Spirit will provide those graces for you yeah, once you pray. Right. And it's, it's really life-changing once you start to do it more regularly and like notice it a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I've seen from my prayer life is just having more peace just having a deeper or somewhere to go to or like somebody to talk to who understand everything because god mm-hmm. he understands everything yeah. especially through you know like the agony of the garden jesus went through every single bad emotion that yeah. any of us will ever face on this earth it's like he gets what you're going through mm-hmm. and so it just provides like strength and comfort in that i think another thing of why i think prayer is important is just like i said spending that time with god if you can't really know him unless we spend time with him mm-hmm. so that's really what motivates me because like any relationship that you have friendship family or your significant other all yeah. that stuff you're not going to be able to know somebody unless if mm-hmm. you just spend time with them and one time I was told like what do you do when you date a guy you know you get to know him so you can do that with Jesus yeah. in scripture and then you get to know his family so you know get to know Mary and Joseph and just spend time with them you don't need to do anything Mm kind of like we said last week that you just you know you can sit in God's presence I really like how you brought that up because I do think that's so important and such a good like kind of earthly um comparison of it you know when you start dating someone you're like all in love Mm -hmm. and you want to spend as much time with them as possible and I mean it should be the same way with God because he is just such a great person to love and he just loves you unconditionally and just yeah spending that time with him is so important I feel like it's also just important to know that you know when you're friends with someone or you're dating someone like we talked about being intentional and like setting aside time with maybe someone once a week and with God you know maybe should be more but just setting that time aside for him to really help build and maintain the relationship is so important because if you don't talk the relationship's gonna fall apart Mm -hmm. and you see that all the time with like earthly relationships you know you drift apart or something happens and you stop talking and it's over Mm -hmm. but like with god like he's always waiting there for you so just and then when you mentioned bringing up mary and joseph like getting to know his Mm -hmm. family 
I've never thought about that before. Yeah. I'd have thought about it until somebody brought it up. I think it was a priest one time. And I was like, that's such a good point. That really <laughs> is. Yeah. yeah. When you start dating somebody, like, you need to know them and spend time with them, mm-hmm. too. I think another reason, too, why prayer is so important is because it really increases that trust that we have in God. Because mm, yeah. above all else, if you want to have a good relationship with him, you need to trust him. Because let me tell you, the Lord knows what he's doing. <laughs> let me quite. tell you. <laughs> you know, even... Like, we can plan out all we want, how mm-hmm. our life's going to be, different situations that come for it. But the Lord has a mind of his own, and he really knows what's best for you yeah. way more than you do. You may not think that sometimes, but <laughs> trust me, he does. This one quote that we read from St. Therese of Lisieux says, What hurts God, what wounds his heart, is a lack of trust. And that, when we read it, it really hit yeah. me, because it's like, I'm hurting God more than I think when mm-hmm. I don't trust in his plan for me. You know, you work through that through prayer because you can really rely on you more than I do right now. Yeah, it's so important to remember. I feel like for anyone who knows me, you know I'm a planner Mm -hmm. and I like, I have a 10 year life plan and I have like a, every plan for every amount of time you can think of. And so trusting God does not necessarily come easy for me. It's not something I'm like, oh yeah, I'm great at that or I'm good at that or fair at that. I'm I'm bad at it. Like I am just straight up bad at it, but I remember um, one moment when I really learned to trust God was this past fall. I was deciding um, what career path I wanted to mm-hmm. go to, whether I wanted to do adults or pediatrics. And my whole life, I was like, I'm never going to work with kids. And I ended up like touring a unit at the pediatric hospital that I'm going to be working at now. And I just like looked at this baby mm-hmm. and oh my goodness, the baby, you know, had like all these lines and tubes in it and I started to like tear up and I'm pretty like (laughs) not emotionless (laughs) but kind of and so I feel like the Lord was like really just speaking through me and I was like but God like this is going to make like my future plans harder switching Mm -hmm. to pediatrics from adults I'm like I don't I don't know if I should do it but I decided to take the leap and trust him (laughs) and I'm really happy I did but I feel like that's just a good example of trusting God now you might be wondering oh I'm convinced to pray, but how do I start doing that? Or how do I strengthen <laughs> my prayer life? Do you have any ideas for our great listeners? <laughs> well, as Nike says, <laughs> just do it, <laughs> which <laughs> sounds a little harsh. But in reality, you just, you really just have to start doing it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't have to be like a big thing at first. You can start small. Like when you're building a relationship with someone you don't know, you're not going to hang out with them for five hours every yeah. single day. Because it's just not as natural. And eventually, yeah, that'd be great to get to that point with God. Um, but really just starting small and being, giving him a time to grow and get to know him, I feel like really just helps like the natural tendency of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And little things I feel like throughout the day, like if something is bothering you, offer that up to him right then. And it can be like little spurts throughout the day where you just kind of give him prayer, talk to him. It doesn't have to be all at once. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's so true. And I know, I feel like there's such a pressure that you have to pray for, like, a certain amount of Mm -hmm. time. But really, the Lord wants whatever you can give him. So, like, even if 10 minutes you start every day, that's perfect. Like, don't feel pressure that you have to spend, like, two hours, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely... And I know for someone like me, who's kind of a perfectionist, and I'm sure a lot of you guys feel that way, you want to pray perfectly. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay... I want to know the science, I want to know the method, and I want to have my prayer perfect for God. And, like, I think that is a good thought, and I think God appreciates that thought. But 
you have to I feel like something that I had to grasp was that God doesn't expect perfect prayer from me because I'm an imperfect human. Yeah, that's so true. And he just, he wants us to be honest with him and just talk to him as, as a father, as a dad, yeah. <laughs> as a friend, as, you know, even if you look at him like in a relationship, kind of romantic relationship kind of way, like he wants you to talk away to you in like any way possible. Mm-hmm. Throughout the day, I know, I think my mom one time told me, you know, to start your day saying hi to Jesus. And I think she made me make my alarm, like the name, like, <gasps> hi, God. That's so <laughs> cute. So, like when I was in high school every day, I woke up, I would just say, good morning, Lord. Like time to start the day. Mm-hmm. It's like, even that, just like beginning your morning, yeah. like the shortest little thing, the offering up to God, I think is a good way. I also, I know for me, kind of like planning it in my schedule mm-hmm. it really helps me out. Like I've recently started going to, um, this past semester, going to mass in the mornings at 645 mm-hmm. and just starting my day with God. And then right after mass saying, okay, I'm just going to pray for like five, 10 minutes. Yeah. I'm already there. I'm already at the church. God is already there. What else am I going to be doing for five, 10 mm-hmm. minutes? Probably playing on my phone. <laughs> so I think just having it set in my mind that, okay, this is when I'm at least doing five minutes of prayer mm-hmm. or 10 minutes of prayer and just doing it and having it set out for me really helps. Yeah. Especially like when you're already in the church. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying. I think another way that I found to be good is finding accountability, finding somebody who also wants to grow in their prayer to be like, make sure I go in, like to the chapel every day mm-hmm. or like making sure somebody checks in on you has been really helpful to me. Cause I think I'm the kind of person who like, if somebody knows that I'm supposed to do something and they keep asking me, like there's something yeah. that Lauren knew like I should do and she kept asking me about <laughs> it. Uh, like it just put so much pressure on me to finally do it. I was like next time Lauren sees me, I have to, I have to say something. yes, I've done it. So if that's what works for you, mm-hmm. it's yeah. helped with me. And just even going to find somebody to pray with, mm-hmm. like saying a rosary together or something yeah. is really helpful. Like I know towards the end of the semester, there was always a group at our church who would like go and pray the rosary together or mm-hmm. like the Divine Mercy Chaplet every day. And so praying in a group is also great to make sure that you yeah. have people leading you closer to God. And I know something for me too, like a lot of times people will be like, oh, do you want to do this rosary with us? Or, oh, do you want to pray right now? Mm-hmm. And Sometimes I'm like, no, I don't need to do that. But then I'm like, why not? It's literally being offered to me right yeah. now. And so really, if someone asks you to pray, I would just go ahead and take advantage of it. Unless, you know, obviously there are moments where you don't have time mm-hmm. and can't. But if you're able to, go for it. Like, yeah. God is giving giving you a helping hand right mm-hmm. now. So just go ahead and take it. Yeah, And I've definitely been there where I say no at first. Mm-hmm. And then the group hasn't left yet. And I just sit there and think... You know, I should really go for yes. it right now. <laughs> and then I'll, like, somebody else will ask me. I'll be like, okay, I'll go. Mm-hmm. So we've probably already mentioned this a little bit, but I think, you know, if we could just go over some different ways to mm-hmm. pray that would maybe help you guys or give you some ideas of what you could do, um, that'd be great. So, Ellie, do you have any, like, good ways that you like to pray or methods? <laughs> One thing that I've been starting to do is Lexio Divina. Oh, that's good. So if you guys don't know what it is, like, five steps. Okay. But... Basically, you read scripture, and so sometimes I'll pick the gospel reading. First, you just read it, like, mm-hmm. one time through, and then kind of choose a line that sticks out to you. Lexio Divina is basically God talking to you through scripture. <laughs> it's just kind of a series of meditating and rereading that scripture passage. It's just listening to what God has to tell you, and you just sit in silence a few times, like, after reading it, and just see what he has to say. So that's been pretty 
it's been great for me like career wise but i'm gonna have to pick that up that yeah. sounds pretty good <laughs> i've also i've always been bad about reading i probably fit the catholic stereotype of like people who don't know their scripture oh, like same same yeah. but i've been work it's something i've been wanting to work on so that's really been pushing me to be like whoa jesus said this like i didn't mm-hmm. know that lauren do you have any ways that you like to pray something that i've picked up this year as some of you probably have as well as um father mike's bible in a year podcast and i was thinking about it the other day and i was like that's not prayer and i was like he's literally reading the bible and then he's praying and as um i got told the other day he's like giving a homily on it but yeah just listening to that and the other day i decided to listen to it in the church because i was like i just feel like maybe i get more out of it instead of doing like passive listening and so i listened to it in the church and i had a out the readings and I was following along and then afterwards I just sat there and I just looked at Jesus you know on mm-hmm. like the crucifix that we have in the wall on the wall and just reflected on the readings and just looked at Jesus and was like whoa and it guys it was really powerful <laughs> so if you are listening to the podcast or haven't yet I would recommend taking it to the church and mm-hmm. just reflecting on it after because it was so good yeah I lo- we love Father Mike Schmitz. Oh, we really do. I think another way that I, I've always liked to pray is journaling, just because my head, if you guys could get inside my head, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> my thoughts are just going like a thousand miles a minute, and I just don't know yes. what I'm trying to say. Just journaling. I like to write a letter to God, and just like, I always mm-hmm. start off like thanking him for everything I have, no matter what. He always provides. <laughs> he does. Something, yes. Even if you're just going through it, you have something to be thankful for. But, and then just telling him what's going on in my life and mm-hmm. just, you know, telling him how it makes me feel. It's kind of nice to just, like, I'm talking to a friend. I'm writing a letter to yeah. a friend, but it's it's to God. He is our friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's something I've always... Because then it's fun because you can, like, look back. I see how he's answered my prayers. This is so cool. And oh. I've done that and you can see it. So that I feel like that also gives you just, like, a little, like, boost in, mm-hmm. like, your faith because... A lot of times you pray and like you're just like oh I'm praying but is anything actually happening so to be able to like look back and see mm-hmm. I feel like that's just got to be really powerful yeah. and really like convincing of the faith and the truth it definitely is oh, whoa 10 out of 10 would hurt <laughs> <laughs> I know for me something else is that um I really discovered this last fall but I would like when I used to try to talk to God I would like I mentioned earlier try to make it perfect mm-hmm. and be like how do I talk to God and formulate this but I learned that God just wants me to talk to him and so like there are times I'd be angry and I wouldn't yell at God but I kind of like be thinking yelling in my yeah. head and I'd be like why is it like this why is this happening this and that and then you know I'd switch the next day and be really happy and be like oh God thank you so much yeah. you know I love you <laughs> And then be crying the next day and be like, oh, everything's so terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it just goes to show that, like, God can handle any emotion you have Mm -hmm. and wants to help you through every emotion you have. And don't be worried. Um, We were talking to one of our friends earlier, and she was like, there's no such uh, prayer as, like, bad prayer. Mm -hmm. Like, and no bad reason to pray. Even, she's like, (laughs) it might seem selfish, it's still good to pray. And I was like, yes, that's so true. And so... No matter what you're feeling, just bring it to God. He's mm-hmm. He's happy to be there for you in whatever way you need him to be. Oh, yeah. And uh, kind of like what Lauren was saying earlier about that pressure of having a perfect prayer. I feel like, I know I've definitely felt like 
I need to be happy for God or I need to, like, Mm -hmm. be joyful all the time or something. But it's, like, he wants to love you no matter what. Like, he wants to come, you know, because he's our dad. He's Mm -hmm. our father. He wants to comfort us when we're upset. He wants to make it, like, make us feel better Mm -hmm. when we're angry and everything. He wants to be there. So just remembering that, I think, is a good thing. Obviously, too, like, another powerful way to pray is with the rosary. Oh, yeah. Mary, our intercessor, that's Mm -hmm. basically literally just talking to Mary and like offering up asking her to pray for whatever is on your heart and bring that Mm -hmm. to the Lord it's so powerful and I think just knowing I know a lot of people who aren't Catholics are like why do you pray to saints or pray to Mary and it's more like that intercessory prayer like you said and it's just these people are so close to God in Mm -hmm. heaven like imagine if they prayed for us too I might have been Father Mike Schmidt one time I heard him talking about it and he was like, well, you ask other people to pray, like, on earth. You know, mm-hmm. like, I'll ask the Lord oh, to yes, pray. Oh, yes, definitely. Like, for my mom or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why wouldn't we do that if we know these people are in heaven? <laughs> like, yes. asking them to pray for that because they're way closer than any of us are. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, ask the saints to pray for you. They mm-hmm. will They will pray, you know, yeah. as hard as they can. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> they're a lot closer to God than we are right now. So probably, like, the final thing I have to say about a way to pray is I know I mentioned this you know last week on the podcast but I really do I like to just sit in silence with God Mm -hmm. and I really just like to see what like what he says to me if he says anything at all and it it really helps me like visualize everything more if I have like a picture of him in Mm -hmm. front of me because you know they say like if you like your friends like you'll have pictures with them like you have pictures with your family and so you know when you see those you think of them And so I really like just sitting with God and like seeing either like um, a statue of him, a picture of him or the actual Eucharist, like in adoration and just staring at it and seeing what arises from me and just in silence and waiting, you know, just because he loves me and I love him and just having that time together is really so powerful and moving. That is. I I love just looking at the Eucharist, like in adoration or even... Like, yes. the crucifix in our church, for some reason, I've always just been drawn to it. Oh, and my like, goodness. I'll just stare at that. Sometimes, like, the whole time I'm praying, I just look at the crucifix. There's this crucifix um, at the shrine in Coleman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but it has, oh, yeah. like, Jesus, and it has all of his wounds, and his, like, body on it is just covered in blood, and it is so moving and so mm-hmm. powerful because you just, like, when you're looking at it, like, you just see how much pain he must have been in, and it... Yeah. It brings tears to my eyes every time. Uh, it's so moving. Like, anytime I see something like that, it just really reassures me and, mm-hmm. like, places something in my heart. Yeah, it's like, this is how much he loves me. I really should spend more time yeah. with him. Like, I want to spend more mm-hmm. time with him because he loves me this much. Yeah. I mean, like, I know one thing, when I first started to develop my prayer life, it was, like, I think maybe it was even after watching, like, Passion of the Christ. But every time I watch oh, it, I'm yeah. like... He went through all that. The least I can do is go into the chapel yes. for, like, ten minutes because, mm-hmm. like, this... He literally went through the worst thing anybody in history will ever go through. Yeah, so bad. For me. Like, he would have done the same for all of you guys mm-hmm. if it was just you on Earth. Yes. So. That's so important to realize. Mm-hmm. Just, he would do it again and again. Yeah. For every single person, mm-hmm. which, gosh, <laughs> that's so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, those are, like, some ways that really work for us to just 
be inspired to pray or different ways to pray. And I really hope you guys got something out of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if there's any way that we can pray for you guys or if mm-hmm. you have more questions, feel free to shoot them our way. You know our email, jumpintocatholicism at gmail.com. Yeah, and as always, DM us whatever you got to do. Yes, and yeah, especially after this one, any prayer Mm -hmm. intentions you guys have, you know, it'll give us something to pray about. See, that's something else too. You know, if you ask someone to pray for you, you're giving them a reason to pray. Yes. We are so excited to jump into our next topic with you. 